Hey everyone, this is the Life Outside the Box podcast. We're doing our live stream, so hello everybody online, and hello everybody in the radio world. I'm Lynn. You're such a nerd. I'm Tanya Clark. I, I didn't have pizza in my mouth. Empoweringleaders.ca, empoweringkidsschool.ca. <laughs> I don't know. You have so many. I don't remember. I don't remember. Do we introduce ourselves? I don't know. We just didn't. I don't know. Anyways, uh, life outside the box. We're presenting a few things. This week is a big week for the life outside the box brand. Blended episode four is out. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Transcona CrossFit. What? We're doing a series on uh, why Transcona CrossFit changes lives. Mm -hmm. And we're doing an eight-part series with eight different members of the gym. And... um, yeah, that's what's happening there. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> so, la- Robert. Hello, Bubby. Oh, and I was on the phone with that pizza place. They called you Tanya. <laughs> so, Tanya's mm-hmm. coming out to play. Whatever. So, today's podcast. I went out to play this morning. Where? The gym. Yes. It's her second day in a row. How's it feeling? Awesome. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of energy. I'm pretty sure I need another day or two of working out, and then I'll be like, broken. <laughs> this morning. We'll see how easy Yesterday it is morning, tomorrow. we're like, we're all ready. Breakfast is ready. Lunches are done. We're ready to walk out the door. I had my makeup, my hair done. This morning, I'm like, you're going to have to pull double time. I'm going for a hot jacuzzi. <laughs> like, yeah. my, my legs were sore. Yeah, the deadlifts were, mm-hmm. were something today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, second day for you. Uh-huh. Tomorrow is usually one of my day offs. So we're, uh, we're going tomorrow, right? Yeah, we're going tomorrow. Okay. But, uh, yeah, here we go. All right, so last week she threw me under the bus, and this week I am back in charge and throwing her back under the bus. Why? Because something happened this weekend where I just kind of happened to research something. And I saw this and I thought, how perfect is this? I feel like my nose is leaking. We just had some really spicy food. I'm still eating. I'm waiting for the camera to go off. Uh, And it was basically uh, the consequences of falling in love with yourself. Consequences? Mm Mm-hmm. Like negative consequences? Because there's a lot of positive consequences. Well, there's a lot of positive consequences and there's negative ones. But uh-huh. basically what I really liked about the title, The Consequence of Falling in Love with Yourself, is uh, it, it kind of shakes people into going, like, what? And it kind of, it was a good snag for the article anyways. So I okay. it. Hold on. Hold on. So they're good. It was good consequences. But yeah, mm. they're still, because no matter what, even when, when, when we coach it in, in CrossFit, when, when we say, you know, if you hip at, or do a hip hinge, your knees bend as a consequence of the hipping or the hinging at the hips. So it's just okay. kind of like a follow through. Follow up? Wow. Follow through. Yeah. Yeah. Natural consequences, something that naturally happens yeah. when you. Mm-hmm. Anything, right? Anything. So we're going to discuss this this week. Wake up. You sound, you look so tired. I am tired. tired. I am exhausted today. I don't know why, but anyways, we're going to fight through it. All right. So if you guys are watching or if you guys are listening, what would some of the things be? Okay. She already looked at my paper and has probably read most of it already, but what would be some of the consequences of falling in love with yourself? Like what would be the first most important thing? Would you think? Um, you worry less. 
That's a huge one because a lot of people have so much That's stress. That's something you don't have there. No. You are. You're less stressed. That's you worry why. less. Because um, <laughs> there was a conversation this morning. Somebody was talking about their stomach or something like that. And I was like, huh. I've put on some weight, but it's not one of my worries. It's not one of my stresses. I know my ass is a little bigger. Apparently, that's supposed to be an okay thing. But um, back in the day when I didn't love myself as much as I do now, it was a huge problem. Yep. And now it's like there's a lot less stress there when it comes to your appearance and your self-esteem. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I think that your self-worth when you are, you know, when you're in love with yourself, your self-worth, your self-esteem, your self-confidence, that's all kind of. Yeah. I don't want to say it's maxed out because no, some days are better than others, but definitely it's all. Absolutely. It's all we there. all have down days. Yeah. And again, when you love yourself, you are able to forgive yourself easily for those days. Yeah. Uh, I remember there was a time probably about four or five years ago when I was laying in the tub. because This is one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> and I have these cute little stretch marks on my stomach. And I was like, literally, I literally, it was like, I fell in love with those cute little stretch marks in my little belly. Yeah. Because seriously, like I grew babies in there and it's a cute little belly. <laughs> like, like it's not, you know what I mean? Like I'm not. By any means. I, I like to describe myself as voluptuous. <laughs> I'm freaking not saying anything. <laughs> but I but I like my belly and it was almost an epiphany and it like the the craziest, oh my gosh, did I really say that? Do I really feel those feelings right now? Rather than hating Well, and that's the thing, right? It. So these are some of the things that were on that list. You feel better. Pretty much every day you just feel better. You're just more you're able to see kind of the brighter side of everything even yeah. if it's a tougher day you know you have a lot of self-confidence you got a lot of self-worth things just feel better um a lot of people when they fall in love with themselves they always find themselves better jobs because they're worth more and they realize that so if they're stuck at some dead-end job dead-end job sorry and you just you don't have that that self-worth and this is as good as it gets so i might as well you know the ones who who have that more deeper feelings for themselves they, they they usually get the jobs they want um they get more money because again you're you're creating that energy around yourself right that you're worth more and that you're 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 worth getting having more money and, and more abundance yeah absolutely um your relationships improve <clears throat> There we go. <laughs> we got a phone call. Uh, your relationships improve. Uh, negative ones dissolve because you're just, you're not putting yourself in a spot where you need to hang out with those Debbie Downers. Yep, yep. Um, so we're talking about what are the consequences of falling mm -hmm. in love with yourself. I think that I'm going to finish off with one more, a couple more consequences that come to mind. Mm -hmm. And maybe on the podcast, everyone can tune in on the podcast as to how the hell do we begin to fall in love with ourselves? Yep. That's something yeah, that we I can actually share. have that on here. Okay, so a couple of uh, you, you literally like how, how I was saying just a minute ago, you worry less. Yep. When you fall in love with yourself, you forget. It's almost like you drop the old disempowering habit of thought, mm -hmm. habits of thought. So disempowering beliefs because you've replaced those with new empowering thoughts whether it be excuse me about yourself or just life in general the world in general 
You know, uh, Albert Einstein says, do you believe in a kind or hostile universe? And if you believe in a hostile universe, many people who believe that bad is always coming to them, right? It's a cycle. Mm -hmm. And those don't love themselves. Those who love themselves and see the cup as half full, they, they believe that the universe, God, divinity, creator is there to support them. Yep. Life is there to support them. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what, just take a look at your, your habits. What are your habits? What's the first thing you think when you wake up in the morning? Absolutely. I could tell you what I think first thing I wake up in the morning. I think my coffee's ready. Not me. No. I think she's getting my coffee. <laughs> no. All right. So have a listen to the rest of the podcast, guys. This is a taste. This podcast gets released on Thursdays. Every Thursday, our podcasts are released. And you guys all get those um, sneak peeks here on Facebook. So we'll see you guys later. Have a listen. It's getting released on Thursday. You got anything else, woman? <laughs> no. I'll talk to you on the podcast. All right. <laughs> All right, so to continue on um, with when I, you were finishing, I'm just going to finish the one uh-huh. thought about the relationships. Your relationships improve, and that's relationships of self. That's relationship with others, mm-hmm. and that's what you kind of allow and don't allow anymore. So what I like to call a bullshit meter. And you, then you also kind of dissolve old ones that maybe don't serve you anymore, and then new ones are always beginning because, again, you're creating that environment for yourself where mm-hmm. those people are going to come into your life and you know be those better more happier people to to surround yourself with better energy this is how i love myself every morning i just said a minute (laughs) i'm just kidding uh i said a minute ago before the live stream was shut off what's the first thing that you think about in the morning yep so the first thing that i think about i have a new affirmation that i'm going hard with and it is I mean, I have a few new affirmations. Once I feel like I've created a belief through an affirmation, because I choose the thoughts that I think when I first wake up in the morning, then I'm able to move on and create more empowering thoughts Mm -hmm. and beliefs. And right now, the belief that I'm creating is that I am the most sought after professional indigenous public speaker and trainer in Manitoba. And then once I feel like that's becoming a belief of mine, I'm probably going to expand it to Canada and yep. and so on and so forth. So that's just an example of one of mine. And probably two or three years ago, one of my affirmations was I am the best at what I do. Mm-hmm. I am the best speaker and trainer. Nobody am, does it like nobody me. does it like me. <clears throat> and that is honestly, truly one of my. Um, strongest beliefs that I have to date. That's absolutely one of my strongest beliefs too. Nobody mm-hmm. coaches like me. Nobody has a gym like mine because nobody has what I have, right? And that's, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a it's huge just... thing. And now to kind of go off of that premise, because uh, in that book, um, what is it called again? Uh, my, oh shit, what is it? Morning Miracle? <clears throat> yeah, the yeah, Morning, morning Miracle. miracle. They say that you have to be able to relate to that affirmation. And this is definitely one that relates to you because Mm -hmm. it is right in your line of field Mm -hmm. and you have to believe it, right? It has, Mm -hmm. can't be something that you're going to trick yourself into believing. It's got to be something that you actually know about yourself. So the thing with, with self-love and this basically is what it falls down to is self-love. It's that the premise is so simple yet. It's so fucking hard to be in love with yourself. 
Because we've been conditioned from a young age that we have to give to everybody else and we've always been kind of put mm-hmm. last. Now, I don't know about you, but that was definitely my upbringing. Like, my mom was always the last one mm-hmm. on, like, that that eight or, you know, sometimes she would go without so that we would go. And you learn these beliefs. And then, of course, you're always looking, you know, the, the, the media out there. You know, you're only going to be better when you look like this or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's all this kind of stuff. Conditioning. Conditioning, yeah. Um. People, so people think it's egotistical to have those thoughts vain. about yourself. Yeah. So just to back up a little bit, when I, you know, coach my clients around feminine and masculine energy, that's a feminine trait. Mm-hmm. Feminine, feminine and masculine energy is meant to be balanced. Yeah. You require a balance, regardless of gender. Mm-hmm. And however. Uh, females, right? Women, mothers, caregivers tend to over um, have way too much feminine energy yep. going on. And what that means is that a feminine, a, a feminine trait, like a feminine energy trait is, uh, uh, is serving, giving, yeah. giving, 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 but we're really uncomfortable taking receiving because it's like we're not worth it so something that i always offer my clients is get a receiving journal and practice receiving Mm -hmm. practice receiving a compliment rather than just say oh this old thing or rather than saying no you shouldn't have practicing thank you because we all require a balance of feminine and masculine energy and when we are majority feminine energy we get burnt out Mm -hmm. And yeah, and I think you create a bit of re- uh, of resentment towards yeah maybe the person Huge that you've been giving lots anger to and resentment because it's like well this person never does anything for me or but just in general everybody or in general yeah right and I, I never I never get ta- when am I going to get taken care of yeah right when am I going to be first mm-hmm. how come nobody notices this yeah but you're yeah so and then i had a question to me once upon a time in the day and i thought that this was uh, perfect to bring this question up is what does loving myself really have to do with anything everything absolutely <laughs> and, that, and that's exactly how i answered her too but let's go into that so what does loving myself have to do with really anything and what does loving myself mean okay so let's go into those two let's do with the first part let's go with the loving myself what does it have to do with anything What does it have to do with it? It has everything to do with everything. Loving yourself means, I'll use myself as an example. If I didn't love myself enough to know my worth, I wouldn't be serving uh, on the board of directors for the Aboriginal Chamber right now because I wouldn't think I'm good enough or smart enough. There's no freaking way. I'm not standing up next to business professionals who who are extremely successful in, in in this community, right? I'm not going to do that. So you need to love yourself in order to have the confidence to pursue what it is that you want. Mm -hmm. You need to love yourself and have confidence in yourself in order to lift that bar. Yep. In order to put healthy food in your mouth, in order to, I don't know, smile every day. Yeah. And and, yeah, like if we relate this to the gym. Have a balance. Yeah. Having balance, showing up and and committing to a healthy lifestyle. And guess what? Let me just add one more thing to that. My, one of my big statements is you need to model 
success. 93% of communication is nonverbal. That means only 7% of what we say, only the only, no. You're hearing my voice right now. You're hearing uh, different versions, right? You're hearing the pitch, the sound, you're feeling the energy, you're, you know, certain, I'm, I'm a great motivator and I'm a great inspirer. So you could probably feel that energy depending on what I'm talking about. But the words that I'm saying, that's only 7% of how I'm communicating with you guys right now. Absolutely. So you always need to be modeling, especially for your children. And people around you, family members, no matter how old they are mm-hmm. or young they are. Mm-hmm. So because you look at your children as perfect little beings, right? And and you're telling your child with your little 7% uh, verbal communication there, love yourself. Why do you talk to yourself like that? Blah, 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 blah. You're beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. You guys need to more than anything not watch your words around your kids but watch the way you look at yourself in the mirror in front of your kids watch the um, facial expressions that you make when you think about your body watch those words and tones that you guys are using when you talk about yourselves that's what you're going to be teaching your kids well that goes for anything though you can i could put that right in the gym and say if i show up and coach and i'm look grouchy and i'm pissy and whatever yeah. which has happened i mean nobody's perfect and you're not going to have perfect days all the time but the the whole class gets affected by it and it's it's yeah. kind of crazy because it's just energy they feel off right mm-hmm. away it's it's mm-hmm. from the first hello um even a look okay and even a look so you walk in there and your energy is fucked up yeah and everybody feels that and you look at them and go i'm fine yeah everybody's gonna call your bullshit well absolutely especially like especially me like you can tell a mile away if i'm because you're not communicating verbally yeah you're communicating with your energy Mm -hmm. your physiology all of it so yeah so there you go guys so if you if you aren't sure what loving yourself really how it affects all of it it will it affects all of it well it affects everything you do in your day Here's the thing. Everything. (laughs) I created a certification, like a five-day certification based on this, the Empowering Leaders certification. And it's funny, like now I'm getting all amped up, but but you need to empower yourself before you can empower others, right? So what does loving yourself have anything to do? Like, what does that mean? (laughs) You know? Yeah. Well... No, no, no. I get it. I get it. It's challenging. We've all been there. And I'm not kidding. Like this, some days I'm sitting there going, I don't have a lot of faith in myself. Yep. And I mean, you do too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and and guess what? That's being, that's, that's called being human. Yeah. And I mean, and you get those human and like to sit here and say that, oh, I'd never think like that. No, but there's are times like there are times where you just go. And your energy with your energy alone, you guys can control a room. Yeah. So if, if let's say all your members are having a shit day, Lynn, by you walking in there and spreading that upbeat, positive, kick-ass energy, yep. you're going to change. And I think that that's a big thing. You and control I think that's your why, environment. Yeah, absolutely. So and that's what I was getting at yeah. was that in my certification, I teach you how to control your environment. Yeah. So let's go, let's go on and spin off of that. 
because I think we can talk about that part like for the whole podcast. But what does loving yourself mean? So what does that actually look like? So one of the things would be the words you, you use to about yourself every day. Yeah. How do you talk to yourself? Yeah. You asking me? Yeah. Let's talk about that. So how do I, I look in my eyes every day when I'm getting ready. That's kind of my quiet time. I listen to an audiobook or a podcast. And the I start my day off by looking at myself in, in the mirror when I'm brushing my teeth. And and I like compliment my skin. I comp I you know, I celebrate the home that I live in, the relationship that I'm in, um, how beautiful and healthy my children are. Like I celebrate all of these things that I had a big part in um in creating gratitude points. Oh, totally. That's and just I, natural for me. And I think it's a, and it's a hard for so many people to even look and go, well, whatever, that's just what happened. That's like kind no. of what I get. Like, you know, oh, well, this is happening today for you. Like, isn't that a good thing? Well, that just kind of happened. Well, you created it, you whether created, you like it yeah. or not. So then, or bad. yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, so again, that, that kind of goes back to the choices, which I think I have in here as well. Um, so stuff like, do you criticize yourself or compliment yourself? So clearly you're complimenting yourself. If you're, I do both, yeah. but I do more complimenting. And okay, I then let's and, go on that then. Okay. What, do you, how, what do you do to criticize yourself then? Um, I'm hard on myself because I did put on some weight, but that doesn't happen often mm-hmm. and but when it does because i'm aware of self-love and how important it is for creation in life i catch myself so basically i can't unknow what i know yep right and just knowing can sometimes be the game changer yeah and and, th- and i think like i mean and self-talk is probably like the biggest one and the thing too i think one is what what does it actually mean to love yourself that I think alone, I would say, was probably like a huge ninety percent of, if not a hundred, of like importance of what loving yourself means is your own self talk. Yeah. So, can I offer just a suggestion? Yeah. Okay. So, so <laughs> Stitches is having a one day only sale. Oh my! <laughs> um, Everybody, pause the podcast and go. Get a cheap little notebook or scribbler from the dollar store and start writing down, just being aware of what it is that you think and say about yourself. Maybe you say it about yourself. Maybe you say it about your partner. Maybe you say it about your kids, the world around you, your vehicle, your job, your employer, uh, the people at the gym, Mm -hmm. um, your, your siblings. Make note of the things that you think about all day long. Dedicate a day to it. Okay, because we get have 60,000 plus thoughts a day. So how many of those thoughts are negative? Yeah. And guess what? You guys are creating as per the beautiful and late Louise Hay. You guys create your life with every thought that you think and every word that you speak. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Again, and it goes back to that, that quote that you said, a hostile environment or a. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's your first step. Take note and just be aware of what it. Maybe you don't need to change it. Maybe you guys are extremely positive. You maybe. Know? So then let's spin off of that. Let's go from there because this is another part. This is another way of loving yourself. How do you guys eat? Mm-hmm. How do you guys train? How do you guys keep your bodies healthy? Because our bodies are meant to move. Mm-hmm. You know. So a lot of us are computer athletes. We sit at a computer all day. What do you guys do to move your bodies? How do you sleep? How's your stress level? 
Do you abuse alcohol? Do you abuse drugs? Do you abuse your body by not sleeping? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to look at that too because you can have a lot of positive thoughts and be like, yeah, I'm a pretty cool person. And then, you know, drink so it two you- for a day and you're not... Mm-hmm. You know, so there's 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 a bit of what I like to call self abuse because there is that when you're self sabotage self sabotage yeah um, when you're doing it that way. So that's another way of how do you love yourself or what does it mean to love yourself? Yeah. So those are some questions that you guys can ask yourself. Pause. Rewind. You know, how often? Like, are you getting enough sleep? Do you care about yourself enough that you go to bed at a reasonable hour and get the sleep that your body requires to keep you healthy and disease-free? Right? Mm-hmm. Do you um, exercise your body? We are. We've evolved being, you know, having to move our bodies, like Lynn was saying. Every so I've done a shit ton of research when it comes to entrepreneurs, right? Solopreneurs. And those who are the most successful and experience the most happiness. So happy successful is happiness, okay? It's doing what it is that you want to do because you want to do it. That is the true meaning of success. Yep. So those entrepreneurs and people who are experiencing the highest level of success have um, activities that they regular do, regularly do. They move their bodies regularly. They get enough sleep, whether it's from midnight to 8 a.m., whether it's from 9 p.m. to 4 a.m., they get what their body requires. And they feed their mind, and they choose who they surround themselves with. Mm-hmm. Like all of these things, that is what extremely successfully balanced people do. So are you staying up all night eating shitty food, not going to the gym, feeling like shit about yourself? Yep. So then when you have those things, those are those are maybe little flags on the field for you guys to kind of take a look at what, what why, maybe the why of why you're doing it. Um, I'm going to kind of skip ahead here too to, um, you know, uh, the putting the butts in there. Mm-hmm. I love myself, but... I'll be happy when, okay, so that's that, like, standing in your own way. So a lot of us will be like, well, I'm pretty happy with myself, but I'll be happier when I've lost 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. I'll be happier when I get that muscle up. I'll be happier when I, you know, PR my back squat. Well, I'm not going to completely shit on that because if you know what it's going to take for you to be happy, then props. However, when you keep saying when, when, when... You're constantly keeping what you want to see happen in the when, in the future. That's like the butts. You're keeping it there, right? The butts, the butts, the butts. Those are just excuses. Any butt is an excuse. Mm -hmm. That's why I stopped using butts and use however. (laughs) (laughs) However. It's the fancier version of a butt. And when I had done research on just words and the power of words, that was one of the words that I try really not to use anymore is butt. I really try not to use it. You know what I hate? And when I when it does come up, I'm like, damn it. Let's throw a little bit of relationship pet peeves in here. <laughs> you know what drives me nuts? When you say, I didn't have time. I I'm so tired. Time. I'm so tired. Really? I didn't have time. I'm not the one that sits there and says, I'm tired all the time. Actually. I know. And look, this is what I needed, right? Yeah. Look at me. But but because what are you saying when you say I'm tired well, and, and I don't and have that, time? And I know that. And I know that. And like, and, and uh, for but myself. 
no, 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 there's no but. And that is one of the words that I, I try to, to pay attention to. I don't want to affirm that I'm tired. Um, so when you're sitting there during the day and people are like, oh, hey, how are you? My first reaction is to say, holy shit, like three hours of sleep last night, freaking tired. Yeah. But now that's a, this is a good but. Now I'm like, you know what? I'm actually really good. Having a pretty good day. You know, I got some good stuff coming tonight. I'm going to be able to stay home. Like, I got my hockey boys tonight. Tomorrow night, you know, I get to come home early, hang out with you guys. I got to play hockey tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's always, like, that's what I try to really yeah. focus on now. Yeah. Instead of saying I'm tired and affirming that I'm tired, I'm like, no, no, I'm actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Today, not so much. Today was just one of those. And it's okay, right? Yeah, today, it just, yeah. And I think you're allowed to have those exhausted days. I think most of the time you're actually not tired. I think you're just... However, okay, so this is the cool thing, though. Like, you, when you become aware, Mm -hmm. you change the whole way that you speak and look at things. So if you're tired one day, then you can be like, ah, my body is asking for some rest. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm... I'm choosing to go and lay down. Yep. My body needs blah, blah, blah. So then you change that, the, the way that you talk about it. And yep. it's not such a burden or a stress, yep. right? Yep. It's like, an I'm going to honor my body. And I think that's the biggest things that you really want to focus on too. Because like what you talk about the most is always going to be presented in front of your face. So if you're sitting there and you're completely like, I have someone in our gym that's always saying she's tired, she's tired, she's tired, she's tired. I'm like, well, you've said that for three months now of course everything in your day is going to feel like it's so much harder and longer Mm -hmm. because you've affirmed it for so long Mm -hmm. instead of going well today i'm just going to take it easy this is what i'm going to do and you know be kind to your body that's another thing about how how to be in love with yourself be kind to yourself yeah like you're not freaking perfect so here's a challenge for everybody uh barb i think did this challenge and it was from sue I can't think of her last name right now. Paulson? I don't know. What are you talking Anyways, about? Anyways, uh, write down 100 things that you love about mm. yourself. I think Barb did that. I think so. And even if you go with 10 things, go look at yourself in the mirror, look directly in your pupil, and say, I love you. Yep. And let me know when you've done that. I do that every single day. I'm not kidding. I even like the color of my eyes. I'm like, I love my eyelashes. My eyebrows are getting better and better every day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's true, though. It's like giving yourself the little compliments. And we always say, if you can't give yourself the big ones, then at least pick something that you know is cool about yourself and and, and compliment the shit out of that. I did an emotionally uh, an emotional intelligence workshop for a group of educators a couple years ago. And my challenge was, if you don't love yourself, how are you going to teach these kids to love themselves? So if you don't empower yourself, how can you model empowerment to these kids, right? Yeah. So I went around and I asked all these educators, what do you love about yourself? You wouldn't believe, you know, people passed on it. And I said, if you can't even find one thing that you love about yourself, how are you going to model that to these little people? I think because people are embarrassed to say anything because they're like... So if we could even go back on some of my stories, because, because the if I was, is I'm vain, if I compliment myself, well, that and and also the thing that I might like about myself was the one thing that I was bullied at when I was a kid. I loved playing hockey, and I was freaking picked on for it my whole young okay. life. So when when 
you know, like knowing what I know now, of course, I'd be like, yeah, I love playing hockey. I'm pretty good at it, whatever, whatever. But I, I had to learn how to do that. Absolutely. You had to unlearn. You had to unlearn that what other people told you to believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our parents who mean to take care of us and protect us create a lot of those na- or, negative beliefs about ourselves. Or it's the one thing that you really like yourself, but you know that other people might be judging you for it. Okay. Like, look at us. Then we, you need to... We like to be all mindset But that's blah, blah, part blah, blah, blah. of insecurity. Oh, absolutely. If you're, not, if you're not secure with yourself, if you're insecure, then... You're going to care what other people think. Yeah. But the moment you become, yeah, the moment you become secure, you don't care about what people think and you start to do what it is and say what it is that you love. Nobody fucking notices. No, they don't. <laughs> <Clearly>. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is something that her and I have been discussing for many years. It's true, now. Though. But it's very true. Like when you, when you really don't give a shit about what other people think. So, but it's something that like, if you're a teenage kid, now let's, if we're talking to teenage kids, yeah. how would you say, you know what? Don't worry about what your peers think about you. We're dealing with a teenage boy now and like his peers oh, are pushing him sweetie, to do stuff. How do you create a new belief? Do you create it by focusing on the old? No. No. I don't even fucking mention what the other peers are thinking. No. No. It's complete redirection and creation of a new fucking topic and goal. No. And then you get them so wrapped up and focus on something else that they completely forget about what it was that that was bothering them to begin with. It is completely taking control of your life, and that is what I think it all boils down to. Self-love, self-talk, whatever you want to do, it all comes from your choices. Mm-hmm. 100%. You're in charge. And um, if you guys aren't willing to do something different to change maybe a path that is just like a negative cycle through, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to really remember that this negative cycle may not come always the same way, but it will definitely repeat somehow. Until, until, until you change it. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and, and that's the harsh reality of it. Like, I'll and, totally and, but a reason one. for that is because people, once they've think that they've worked through it or ignored it long enough that it goes away, what's happening is that we're burying it again. We're mm-hmm. burying it deeper, deeper, deeper. And guess what? Everything that we buried always comes back up. Always. It always comes back up until one day. They, like how you say the universe is going to kick you so hard until one day the universe presents it to you in such a way that you have no choice but to deal with it. Yeah. So my invitation to everybody listening is stop burying it. Stop ignoring it. Do what is the hardest thing. And that is to face it. Okay. So let you, I know we've we, this is a longer podcast. But let's go quickly into that if we can. And sure. maybe we could spin off of this one and, and, and present this one on the next podcast. Why? Why are we so scared <clears throat> to bring back something that may have been so traumatic to us in the past to deal with it and let it go so that we know we can move on from it if we just were to face it? What would you... Sometimes we don't always consciously know that. Okay. Many times, so if it's always so coming we're back, only so, conscious of like five to seven percent. Okay, but let's go to this to the, to this part here before you yeah, go there. Yeah, yeah. If the universe has always been like it whispered it, got a little yeah. louder, got a little louder. Now mm-hmm. you're in a situation where, yeah, again, you have a choice, but it's a really big situation to face it or not. What yeah. do you do? What do you mean? What do you do? 
Well, like, do, not a lot of people will face it still, right? Yeah. So then let's let's talk about how we would maybe deal with that. What would be some of the steps? You need to you, look at it. And it's always, you think it's always going to be worse than it is. Yep. Okay. And there's a reason why you experienced a fear. Maybe something happened as a child. Like, can we use an example? Because I'd really like to give an example. Well, I've, I was just on the phone with someone yesterday who, who had a pretty traumatic childhood experience Uh and, you know, he was crying on the phone a lot and, and Mm -hmm. just, that's what he was fixated on. Okay. So... Okay. I don't want to like. I don't. Want he to, was yeah. fixated on on, on stuff, that on one a and, and experience. Yeah. And he was like, "Why did it have to happen to me? Why was it me?" Okay. You know, so who would do that to a kid, kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so many of my clients, you know, I don't know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't. I don't want to breach any confidence or anything. But uh, a few examples: some of my clients had very traumatic experiences when they were a child. Uh, when they were preteens, whatever. And you really got to get to the point where you're ready to make peace with it. And you can be so full of anger and anger is better than hopelessness. Yeah. Because when you're You're angry, you're still still willing to, to do something about it. Right. And when you get to the point that it's hopeless, then that's when you need to worry. However, as a certified life coach and for like, I've coached hundreds of people, you you need to find a way to embrace it and continue to ask whoever it is that you ask, just space, air, God, you know, source, what, what can I take from this? What are the positive things that I can take from this? Yes, it was traumatic. Is there anything you can do about it? Absolutely not. There's nothing you can do about it. Yep. But what can you take from it and serve with it. Mm-hmm. How can you make the world a better place because you experienced that? Who was it there? It was on Facebook. It was a floating store. Shania Twain. Yeah. Remember her story? Yeah. Like she took yeah. all that hardship well, and that traumatic. I stuff mean, you that can she use anybody. Through. You can yeah. use Oprah. Oprah is another Oprah, one. Oprah, raped by her uncle or whoever yeah. it was, lost the baby, got beaten up, was a yeah. 14 year old, you know, like runaway, whatever. You can take that to the grave with you and do nothing with it yeah or you can take that oh yeah you can have the most miserable life and create many many diseases within your body yeah because of the toxicity that it creates or you can take it and say how can i serve why was i meant to experience this because i invite everybody to think about having the belief that we had every experience that we had in our lives for a specific reason and that means the good and the bad yeah for me i you know my mom died when i was really young i was in foster care i was a teen runaway like there were some really tragic things that happened traumatic things that happened growing up i took that and i blamed everyone and i was miserable for the majority of my life and then finally in my 30s i discovered all this information and i asked the question what can i do and how can i serve And there's still one thing that I experienced as a child that I still haven't shared with the public because I'm still asking, how can I use this to serve? How can I use this as a benefit? I'm not going to go ahead and share this personal information just for the fuck of it. How can I use this to share and help other people? And then you, the law of polarity, right? Yin and yang. 
there is speaks to the uh, the law of transformation you have the choice by asking those questions whether or not you can take something that was so heavy and dark and maybe almost you know ending your life as we know it and choose to transform it yep and use it to benefit our society because we as humans evolved one of our basic human needs is to serve yep that's all I got. That's all you got? Yeah. I don't know where it came from. It just flew <laughs> But I think me. I think I think there's just so much to that. And I think that, you know, like, I mean, we're not gonna sit here and say, Oh, it's super easy, you just gotta face it. I mean, your hardship is your hardship. But there's always a bright side to that darker side. There's always something that's positive out of that. And 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 I mean Absolutely. And every single person listening to this, whether you're calling our bullshit or whether it's resonating with you or whether you're like, oh my gosh, thanks. This is the answer I've been waiting for, asking for. You're still meant to hear it. Yeah. And those that want to shut this program off, shut this podcast off, so be it. Yep. But those who are looking for this, you are here, you are listening. Because I believe that's everything is meant to be right you're gonna yeah if there's something in here that you needed to hear then that's i'm glad you guys heard it from us Mm -hmm. maybe in our no bullshit way yeah but i think yeah like i think that that can be a pretty dark topic too and i think that a lot of this self-love and a self-talk and this self-worth i think that that all can come from a really bad place into a really really good place and if you guys can start Loving, if you guys, and you had made a really good comment this morning too. Well, mm-hmm. what if I talked like that about myself? Would you be okay with that? Mm-hmm. And that person's reply, reply was, no, it's not okay. So if it's not okay for someone to talk bad about themselves in front of you, why is it okay for you to talk bad about yourself? Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to say the same thing mm-hmm. out loud. Well, what do you say in the gym? The, the workout that you hate the most is the, is one, the one that you, you need, need to, to do. Up. Yeah. So what if you took that and applied it to yourself? What if what I hate the most is my ass? Then that would be the then one thing that the you would have to Then that's the one thing that I would have affirm. to stare at in the, and, in the mirror and say, oh, I love my ass. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and find something positive about it. Find a way it. to fall in love with it. Yeah. Fall in love with yourself. It's not vain. It's not egotistical. No. It's not... It's when, not when new you, age stuff, guys. When you guys think that you're better than another person, that That's is different. ego. That's that is va- yeah. vanity. But when you simply love yourself, yeah. that is fucking powerful. It's powerful and you guys get to see That's things empowerment. in a very, very different way. Yeah. All right, guys, that is this week's episode, The Consequences of Falling in Love with Yourself. I think that we may have spun off some good shit here. Yeah. And I think that the future podcast could be really good. Again, if you guys, uh, you want us to talk about a specific topic, you know, shoot us a text message, shoot us an email. Subscribe. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Life Outside the Box. And And you heard me talk a lot about what it is that I teach and coach today. If uh, you're interested in bringing me in for a speaking engagement, I have numerous keynotes and you can find me at empoweringleaders.ca. Yep. We'll throw all the websites up on the uh, comment page. You got it. All right, guys. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.